Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Undetected Narcissist. And today, I'm going to be talking about, do you feel like you're losing your mind? So when you're dealing with a narcissist, yes, there will be moments when you will struggle with cognitive dissonance. And yes, you will feel like you're losing your mind. And at times, the answer is yes, yes, yes. Because a narcissist knows how to mess with your mind and spin reality upside down. So when you are struggling with cognitive dissonance, you will question your thoughts, actions, beliefs, and attitude. The manipulation can be so sleight of hand. And you can be talked into doing things you would never consider or take a risk because of a dare. Either way, when you are dealing with someone narcissistic or anyone with a personality disorder, it can feel like you're losing your mind. So here are the six signs of cognitive dissonance. And yes, I know I did something about identity erosion, but this is different. So here we go. First one is feeling pressure, forced or obligated to do something while making a decision. The next one is feeling mental and emotional distress without any clear reason. Then there's feeling confused and lacking clarity. There's feeling ashamed and embarrassed. And there's being mistakenly identified as a hypocrite by others. And that is mainly by the narcissist projecting their issues on you, accusing you or getting others to blame you. All right. And then the last one is experiencing inner conflict and contradictions while deciding about, a, you know, a debatable topic. Okay, you're just really confused. Now, I have this great little image that says maturity is when you have the power to destroy someone who did you wrong, but instead you breathe, walk away and let life take care of them. And that's on the blog post. So here is another example that many smokers face around the subject of cognitive dissonance. Your belief and actions do not match. So here's the belief. Smoking cigarettes is unhealthy, but the action is I smoke cigarettes. So your belief and actions conflict, causing cognitive dissonance. You experience unpleasant tension, guilt, and embarrassment, you are aware that your beliefs and actions are inconsistent and not congruent with one another. And so the solution is to change the action or change the belief. You can decide to no longer smoke cigarettes because it is unhealthy. And you can stop the action of smoking. Or you could stay with the belief that you are too young to get lung cancer and you will continue to smoke until it becomes a severe health concern. You know, the choice is really yours. So here's this other image I have that says, there are some people who could hear you speak a thousand words and still not understand you. And there are others who will understand without you even speaking a word. Now, 
We live in a world of polarity. When we enter this world, we are educated and taught the differences between black and white, hot and cold, devil and God, hell and heaven, open and closed, tall and short, win or lose, young and old, male and female, love and hate, good and evil, bitter and sweet, light and dark. I could go on and on with examples of extreme polarity. The question to ask yourself right now is where do you live in the playground of polarity? Most people do not think in black and white. Many people like to explore all the colors of the rainbow and then find the perfect blend. Yet, why are we not taught or educated at such a young age about the human polarity? We are humans after all. Shouldn't we be informed in how to coexist with one another in a place of harmony and peace? And wouldn't it be helpful if we were all given a roadmap to better understand and support one another? I mean, we are born connected and we are here to connect. I feel it would benefit everyone on this planet if we learned more about mental health. I know some people dislike the word mental health. It can appear to be a negative word, but everyone at least once in their lifetime might experience a mental health breakdown or witness another person struggling with some sort of mental health issue. There is the polarity of life and death. I mean, struggling with mental health issues does not mean you are broken. For some, it could be temporary and others long-term. Either way, we are humans. And I feel this subject needs to be addressed. Therefore, I want to break down my logic. So when we grow up and leave home, the world is exciting. There are so many different opportunities and adventures to explore. If you want to dive into the deep end of the ocean, wouldn't you like a life vest, a raft, a boat, scuba gear, or a surfboard? We are preparing young minds to embrace and accept that all lives matter. All sexual preferences and genders are welcome. We're able to rise above the hatred and anger around these topics and teach people how to embrace one another as perfectly imperfect. And I'm actually wearing a t-shirt right now that says that. I am perfectly imperfect. And these young minds are walking out into the world in the dark regarding mental health, personality disorders, communication skills, and trauma. These young people will experience these four complex dynamics without a roadmap, life vest, or oxygen tank. Some will learn the hard way and others will learn the easy way. Attitude is everything. What matters most to me is those who will learn the hard way because people around them choose not to educate and inform them. The subject matter was too scary and undesirable for a fine dining establishment. These bright and shiny young people can get wounded, traumatized, rejected, confused, or blindsided, impacting their self-esteem and self-worth. They might want to shut off from the world and society. It can change their personality and view of the world. They were not given a choice to make an informed decision when they encountered someone with mental health issues narcissism, or experiencing trauma. They might have made the best informed decision at the time, 
but it could have backfired. And they did not understand the complexities of human nature because they were expected to learn by walking in the dark. Therefore, I want to hand these young minds a flashlight. I want to teach and show them the polarity which makes us all unique human beings. We do live in a world of good and bad. We teach about the good, but can no longer ignore the bad. And in my opinion, the bad is not all bad. It is just misunderstood and mislabeled, like gender roles and sexual preferences. We can live in a world where everyone is accepted at a neutral level instead of being stuck in polarity. So you are not losing your mind. So let me give you a massive example of when everyone around the globe was losing their minds, right? So if you recall the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, it was televised crazy making. We could all see the polarity of the relationship slash marriage. There was love and then there was batshit crazy love. An expert in intimate partner violence was called in on April 2022 to give evidence in Johnny Depp's defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard. None of us knew that Johnny was dealing with a woman with borderline personality disorder and histrionic personality disorder. I am sure he did not know either, but once he was no longer in the dark and given a flashlight, everything changed. So let's unpack this information. If you want to take a test to see if you have borderline personality disorder, just click on the link in the blog post. Both borderline and histrionic personality disorders are in the cluster B category, which is where there are dramatic and erratic behaviors. And here are some symptoms of someone struggling with borderline personality disorder. Mood swings that last for hours or days. Unclear or shifting self-image. Unstable interpersonal relationships. Impulsive and self-destructive behaviors. Fear of rejection or abandonment. Self-harm and suicidal tendencies. Explosive rage. Feelings of emptiness. Loss of touch with reality. Depression and impulsivity. Early trauma and brain chemistry are associated with BPTD, sorry, hypersensitive and paranoid, disassociation and disconnection. So remember, I talk about trauma, I talk about we're born to be connected, she's disconnected. And here's a nice image I found on there that I thought was really, really cool. Signs if you're in a romantic relationship with someone with borderline personality disorder, They have extreme fear of being left by the partner. They have impulsive sexuality. They're always watching for signs someone will leave them. Their frantic efforts to avoid abandonment. There's lying and there's back and forth demands, you know, for attention and then self-isolation. So imagine falling in love with someone and not knowing these facts about them. You would most likely take their roller coaster behaviors personally. You would be confused, frustrated, scared, disappointed, even questioning your reality and your heart. You know, the choice that you made. 
So now let's unpack the histrionic personality disorder. If you want to take a quiz, you can. There's a link on the blog post. So here are the symptoms. Need to be the center of attention. Seductive and provocative behavior. Rapidly changing and shallow emotions. Uses appearance to draw attention. Vague speech with lacked details. They are very suggestible, so they're very easily influenced by other people. They think relationships are closer than they are. They have poor tolerance for frustration. They're highly sensitive to criticism and disapproval. They are excessively focused on their personal appearance. They can have sudden mood swings. They like attracting attention through provocative dressing and sexuality. They're overly dramatic with their emotions and sometimes have these theatrical, you know, just like behaviors. And they feel discomfort when they fail to attract expected attention. Now that we have unpacked both personality disorders, can you see how these traits and behaviors apply? If Mr. Depp knew of these two different personality disorders, would he have been able to see the signs? Or would her beauty and sexuality cloud his better judgment? Would he have left the marriage sooner? Would he have gone to a marriage counselor and had her diagnosed earlier? There are so many questions, but I think if he knew the warning signs listed above, he might have been spared further pain, trauma, sadness, and heartache. He must have felt like he was losing his mind once all her traits and behaviors were exposed. I do have an image on here because I just say there's always hope. And there's an image about lifestyle changes for people that, you know, have this personality disorder. So it's on there. So now let's get to the sad truth. The sad truth is that many women are groomed into believing or thinking that the only way to catch a man is to use your body, good looks, sexuality, and provocative behavior. Women are saturated with images, billboards, magazines, movies, music videos, and clothing stores saying that this is what a man wants from you. This is what a man expects from you. Well, the reality is that not everyone looks like a Victoria's Secret model. And if you do, you can be groomed into playing that role or taught to believe that your looks and body are all you have. You have no brains, so use what God gave you. There is help out there for everyone. Therefore, you are not losing your mind. You might just be confused and need a flashlight. That is why I wrote the book, The Undetected Narcissist. I wanted to shine my light onto a subject nobody likes to address. I wanted our story to be a roadmap into what it is like to be in a relationship with a covert narcissist and how they can seek revenge even years after you parted ways. And I wanted to protect people, especially children. I wanted to stop the way these individuals get away with child abuse and from committing a crime. And that is why this work I do is so important to me. If I want to see a world filled with cooperation, equality, kindness, and peace, it must start with me. Now it starts with you just by spreading the word and sharing my work. 
please. And because it can spare so many lives. So the best way to not lose your mind is to become educated and informed. You can still love someone with a personality disorder. You will no longer take their behaviors, words, and actions personally, and you'll be able to see them as wounded little children just projecting their insecurities upon you. It has nothing to do with you, and you can now support them better when they are losing their mind. So I hope you enjoyed this little short podcast. I want you all to have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening, and we'll have something new and fresh next week. Okay, take care. Bye.